1: The First Baptist Church in America was founded in the colony of Rhode Island because Rhode Island provided complete religious freedom to its citizens. The other colonies each had an official state church. The state church of the other New England colonies was the Congregational Church. The Congregational Church believed in and practiced infant baptism. If you lived in a Congregationalist colony, you were required to baptize your babies. People who believed in scriptural baptism, that is, baptism in deep water, and only after a person professed faith in Christ, in order for those people to be obedient to the Lord, they had to break the law. They were frequently imprisoned, often fined, and sometimes whipped. These people weren't being obstinate or disagreeable. They had seen what the Bible clearly teaches, and they insisted on obeying the Bible, no matter what the cost. They were Baptists by conviction. Not because they belonged to a group or because it was part of their ethnic heritage, but because they believed what the Bible said. It's a very significant part of your Baptist faith to learn, to track, and to know the history of the Baptists, beginning with your own state. And that history begins by learning how the first Baptist church in your state was established. The first Baptist church in the state of Massachusetts was founded by John Miles in 1663. The first Baptist church in the state of Connecticut was founded by Valentine Whiteman in 1704. Both Connecticut and Massachusetts were congregationalist colonies, which meant that these men and their congregations had to take a bold stand with many risks in order to pioneer with scriptural faith in the places where they lived. The colony of New York was very different in numerous ways. For one thing, the New England settlements were associated with the country of England and rooted in the landing of the Pilgrims in Plymouth. New York was a Dutch colony rooted in the discoveries of Henry Hudson in 1609, associated with the Dutch East India Company. Henry Hudson originally called the region surrounding New York Bay New Netherland, and the settlement on Manhattan Island, or New York City, was called New Amsterdam. While faith was the driving force of the discovery and settling of Plymouth, the driving force of New Amsterdam was commerce, The official church of the English colonies was the Congregational Church, while the official church of the Dutch settlement was the Dutch Reformed Church. In its early days, the Dutch government of New Netherland was relatively tolerant of people who didn't worship with the Dutch Reformed Church. But in 1647, Peter Stuyvesant was made the new director general of the colony, and he made no allowance for anyone who didn't comply with the state church. Any preacher or meeting that was not sanctioned by the Dutch Reformed Church was outlawed and punished with heavy fines and imprisonment. During this period, there were non-compliant people in the neighborhoods of Gravesend, Flushing, Newtown, and Jamaica, who were described by the Dutch government as being tainted with Anabaptist sentiments, which primarily meant that they rejected infant baptism. There is no record that these non-compliant people ever formed a church. Restrictions on worship began to change in New York when the English captured the city in 1664. At that time, the English monarchy gave instructions that people were not to be bothered for how they worshiped, as long as they didn't make any disturbance. There's no record of any Baptists meeting for worship in New York until 1712, when a group of people led by a man named Nicholas Ayers invited a guest preacher valentine whiteman to come and preach to them valentine whiteman had established and was still pastoring the first baptist church to ever exist in connecticut over the two years that followed valentine whiteman returned to new york several times and preached to the people assembled in the home of nicholas ayers many of those people received christ as savior including nicholas ayers himself 12 new believers wanted to be baptized as the bible teaches And they weren't sure how the governor of New York would respond to seeing 12 people being baptized in the river in a religious ceremony. So they decided to have the baptism under the cover of darkness. Five women and seven men went down to the river for baptism that night. The women were baptized first. But before the men were baptized, one of them said, wait a minute. The whole purpose of baptism is to show that we're not ashamed of Christ. We shouldn't be sneaking around in the dark. So the following day, the group went to New York's Governor Hunter and stated that they believed they had a right to practice their faith by being baptized, and they asked for his promise of protection. The governor of New York not only promised his protection, but he and a group of his men attended the baptism. And after he had seen those people baptized, the English governor of New York said, this was the ancient way of baptizing and in my opinion, much preferable to the practice of modern times. Nicholas Ayres then registered his house as an Anabaptist meeting house, and when the congregation outgrew his house, they built the first Baptist meeting house in New York, which opened its doors in 1728 with Mr. Ayres as the pastor. Christian, Baptist heritage is rooted in faith, obedience to God's word, in a courageous pioneer spirit. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to
0: you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at nbcdanberry.org. God bless you.